now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? you doing, Brainiacs? Ooh, ah, Long Island Ice Tea here, ready to talk pro grips with you. Coming off one of my favorite weeks in the sport in the year 2019 so far. And Brainiacs, if I'm in a good mood, I think a lot of you are probably in a good mood. We all love professional wrestling. What a week it's been. And we are going to get at it. Tweet it, read it, tell it, shout it, be all about it. At the Brain Busters on Instagram, Instagram Junior, Facebook, and Twitter. We've got Dr. Mil Calzones, uh, which I'm supposed to call him now. What, Triple J's? Triple M? Hey, triple M. I don't know. What triple do you mean M. you're supposed to call him that? That's just sorry. his name. Triple M. Yes, yeah, sorry. Triple M. On the unos and doses, eating tortas. Uh, mouth is stuffed today. And I don't know if we'll hear from the doctor. He's eaten a lot because you know when he gets excited, he eats tortas. So who knows if we'll hear from him. We will hear from Vinman, who's here on limited dates. And we have Jumpin' Jacob J here, Brainiacs, to keep everything in order. Vinman, look at look at the crew we've got here on Brain Buster Radio. This isn't often. It's this, it's this, uh, this, uh, what's the word? Alignment. Old school. That's what it is. It's old school. It's the, the old school edition in Triple J. We got the OGs here. It's OGZ with a Z. So I must ask you, what's causing all this? Oh, I mean, it's just a great week in professional wrestling. A, a great week in WWE television. Starting off Monday night, top of the show, the Big Goose is back. The Big Goose is in remission. Roman Reigns, he's back. He looks to be in the best shape of his life. Uh, you know, Big he, dog. he conquered, you know, this man doesn't just say he can, he will. You know, he backs that up. And the big dog is back. Uh, I am not, you know, I am I am not afraid to, you know, to tell you guys because I'm sure you are where you all were like me. There wasn't a dry eye in my house whenever I was watching the news. Nothing was dry in my house. Eyes or, or anything else. What a moment as Monday Night Raw kicked off. He's in remission, y'all. He's in remission. Yeah. It's the best news. I've never been happier as a wrestling fan. And as a fan of a particular individual, the big dog. Now, Vin Man, this Raw in, in the South, in Atlanta... Uh, do you think that Roman Reigns perhaps should have used a different word than remission? Because it seemed like it took a lot of people in the crowd a, a little bit of Googling on their phone to, to understand that that was good news. Well, I, I think the message got across. Okay. That, that, was the, okay. that was the important part. That, like hey, saying, hey, what's, uh, what's, a rem, what's a remission, y'all? What's that? Well, well, he did say, you know, you know, he said we were going to step up to the plate and we were going to swing for the fences. But, you know, we hit a home run here. And, and that, run, I, th y I think that, uh, you know, that really resonated with everybody in the crowd. Uh, you know, on, on a night where we saw three huge returns in the, in the WWE, this was definitely the biggest one of them all. My goodness, what, was this exciting. And I cannot wait. The road to WrestleMania just got even better with the big dog coming big back dog! on one of the, the the best Monday Night Raws in recent memory, as far as I'm concerned. Well, oh, I mean, I you, if, you're right. It flew by. And, and we'll get into all of all of all of Raw for sure. But I mean, just think about what you, what happened at the beginning of Monday Night Raw. For me, at least, the main event of WrestleMania was saved because Roman Reigns is <laughs> Roman Reigns is back, and now we can have a main event at WrestleMania. That's the well, best part uh, yeah, of it. Yeah, well, 
Whether he's in a match or not, the fact that he's back on WWE television, I, I'm yeah, assuming he'll be at WrestleMania because he's in remission, y'all. Well, we're so. going to get to that, remember. We're, yeah, we're going to get baby, to that. Let's take baby steps. I'm just excited because the big dog is back. Now, Long Allen, did you get, were you getting a little sick, uh, a little apprehensive whenever you saw Seth Rollins coming out there? Did you think he was going to try to stab him in the back again? No, I didn't think he was going to stab, but I I just, I got sick because, you know, that's just what Seth Rollins does. This is the big dog's moment. He's a, he announces he's in remission, y'all. And, of course, that slimy, scumbag son of a bitch, Seth Rollins, has to stick his rat nose into Roman Reigns' moment and try to, you know, steal steal portion of the spotlight. But I don't, I guarantee you, hardly anybody even noticed Seth Rollins came out during that segment. Because everyone was just focused on the big dog. Uh, it, it may have started smelling a little bit. And, yeah, and maybe they, they noticed something was wrong. But, uh, you know, still a, gr- a great moment for the big dog. Could not be big overshadowed dog. by Seth Rollins. Impossible. Impossible. And then at the end, of course, of Raw, you know, you get them both saving Dean Ambrose from an ass kicking. But not doing much more than just making sure he no one else was kicking his ass. There's still some issues between the three, I think. But... Uh, the fact that Roman came out there and speared a guy, speared Drew McIntyre, Triple J. Now, I was excited he was in remission, y'all. But then he speared a guy and was Superman punching everybody. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't lost a step. Clearly, he's still you know, he's still in the gym. Uh, yeah, I, I guess the question is now, when is his first match back going to be? I, I would think they're going to have to save it for after Fastlane, don't you? Oh, well, Fastlane's this... This coming Sunday, it's where that's what I'm away. saying. I, I, if, I think they got to say. I don't. As of this live on I mean, tape, BBR, you think there's going to be a Roman Reigns match b- between in a week from now? Well, you got to look at the big dog. Did you see big him out dog. there? I mean, he is just you know chomping he, at the bit to go get him some, and, he <laughs> and he's got it up. Maybe have an opportunity, uh, a one week from from today at Fastlane. Yeah, let's not forget. We're not talking about somebody who left and went away because they got leukemia and you know they were on a losing streak or they were some old timer who just had to hang them up we're talking about the gosh dang universal champion that had to do this so when he left he was the big dog for real the best in the entire universe running the yard this is our yard now, and we have our champion back. And he instantly is inserted, I think, into the universal title picture. What we what we need at WrestleMania is we didn't we needed Charlotte Flair. Apparently at Fastlane we need Kevin Owens. But at WrestleMania, Triple J, I think we need Roman Reigns oh, in the Universal need- title match. Yeah, that that's what we definitely need. I don't know if we're going to get it. You know, we're we're still. I don't know, Vin Man. You've got the counter. What are we at? Forty something days uh, before. I think it's less than that, actually. Even less than that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, yes, the big dog is going to be at WrestleMania. But you know, let, let's again, let's take baby steps. Let's let's not start pointing. Yet. What do you or, mean? Uh, I'm pointing to the sign. The big dog's no, here. He's the, baby he, baby. he never he never lost the title. We've never got a formal triple threat between yeah, Roman well, you know, Randy and Orton. Still waiting for his one on one match. So d- don't start talking to me about that. And John Cena never joined the Nexus like he agreed to Triple J. But the fact is, <laughs> Roman Reigns gave this championship up because of leukemia. If this isn't this is hitting everybody's heartstrings, and and he comes back and he's looking better than ever. We've got a WrestleMania match now between Rollins and Brock Lesnar, the two guys involved in Roman Reigns getting screwed at WrestleMania 31. What we need is to rectify the worst screw job at a WrestleMania ever and have a formal bell to bell triple threat between the three once and for all. Put Roman Reigns in the match, Mister McMahon. Put him in the match. Well, you got. You know, we got we got new sheriffs in town on Monday Night Raw. You, you got you know Vince McMahon has really been been taking the bull by the horns here. Yeah, he's been making sure all the right matches are being made. You also got Bruce Pritchard, who no surprise, you know this has been you know we had one of the best Raws ever, and Bruce Pritchard was finally a part of it. I'm I'm not surprised. By, so uh, one bit, yeah, because Man, of that. If you heard last week's show, which was the opposite of old school BBR, uh, Moose the Mark was on, uh, conspicuous by his absence this week, Raw is the best it's been, and Bruce Pritchard is his first night back. 
I have a I, Moose the Mark's been saying different things on the internet gimmicks, but I have from good authority Moose himself that he was actually pretty impressed with the job he attributed to Bruce Pritchard. He he walked back a lot of his words he said last week. <laughs> uh, you know, I believe it. You know, Moose uh, he, he's a good, he's a good man at heart, and you know he'll admit when he's wrong. Uh, but you know, I I think things could be made right here. I really do. And the right thing to do would be to just take Seth Rollins out of that title match altogether and, and put and put in the big dog. I see. I'm excited at the prospect. Could you imagine WrestleMania, New York City, the big building skyscrapers in the background and we get to see Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar? I mean, I could I, I could only imagine what kind of one on one encounter that would be. But for selfish reasons, as exciting as that would be, I do want Rollins in the match just so the big dog could beat him and get the pin back. Triple J. Yeah, you just want to see Seth Rollins be punished and, uh, you know, metaphorically get back some of that money that you've that you've lost uh, <laughs> over the years, you know, trying to see him get his ass kicked. I mean, you look at look, I, look at the lives that that night affected from from where I went from that night till now. I was I was, you know, uh, no, I was making money hand over fist. I was able to afford things whenever I needed them, and now I'm sitting here, Long Island iced tea, and I'm I can't even make it to a local indie show for twenty bucks in a shitty little theater. <laughs> I, it's all because of Seth Rollins. Yeah, it's, it's taking a big toll that money you spent. I mean, well, I, I mean, even think about. I, it. I, mean, I could, I could ask Miss Elizabeth for the money, Triple J, but I don't have it myself, and it's a terrible feeling. And I blame Seth Rollins. He's well, emasculated me. Too. I mean, just hours before that, you got to see Sting <laughs> in a WWE ring actually wrestling. Uh, and you go from that to having Seth Rollins just, you know, just ruin the wrestling world as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Vin Man, we were talking about WrestleMania 31 and how it is a specter on every WrestleMania that's come after it. And I would argue WrestleMania 31 would have been the greatest WrestleMania of all time if it were not for that awful ending to the main event. So in its stead, we we came to an agreement that WrestleMania 33 is the greatest WrestleMania of all time. But uh, Triple J, you weren't in on that. We were having this this you know just this chat just between two two old school brainbusters, and we agreed 33 is better only because 31 was ruined. So what that means is that 35 has potential to be the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Yeah, it definitely does, you know, have the potential to. Um, I, I do, you know, I want to keep things in order. I want to segue a little bit, ju- just a little bit, away from the big dog right now. Big to dog! Another match that, uh, I don't know, we'll have to see how this is addressed on Monday night. But uh, there could be a pit of danger match at, at WrestleMania this year. Because, man, I, I think it's clear to say, or, you know... Best shape of his life, Batista, from what you saw. Uh, he, he looked. I mean, it was, it was a tight, tight leather jacket, but he, he appeared to be in the best shape of his life. He looked tremendous. Well, I will say, you know, he did sound a little blowed up, though, uh, after <laughs> well, <laughs> after, <laughs> after uh, vanquishing Ric Flair. Well, he probably had to go through all the security that was guarding uh, Ric Flair's dressing room. Now, you know? I, I, I've never had a piercing in my entire life, so I couldn't tell you what that takes out of you. Uh, but I can only imagine Years that that, that that's uh, that that has affected him, and it's going to take him maybe a uh, you know maybe a couple weeks to get back to full strength. Brainiac's Dave Batista on the night the Big Dog returns at the end of the night. It was Big Dave that kind of left us all with our jaws dropped on the floor, crashing Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration. Flair never even made it out to get his shiny new belt or a cake or have Shawn Michaels steal the spotlight from him because Dave Batista went to the locker room, demolished Ric Flair, and yelled into the camera at Triple H saying, do I have your attention now? And if that wasn't as violent and shocking and just a completely unexpected, all that, on top of it, Batista had a nose ring. Just the most badass nose ring anyone ever saw. And what I'm hoping, Brainiacs, is that Triple J, with his punishments, is the Royal Rumble winner. He gets to punish us all at WrestleMania. I really hope you're considering making us all get Batista nose rings because I would gladly do that, Triple J. Well, see, that's to. why I'm not going to do that because that's that's not a punishment for you, uh, Long Island. 
you may even get a nose ring before I see you at, at, at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm honestly I, thinking about it. It's the coolest shit I've seen in wrestling since <laughs> since blue, since Dave Batista wearing blue. I I mean, deal with it man, if you don't man, like a man called Wyatt. A man called Wired has a big wedding coming up. Plus, you know, I, I have plans for him. Vin Man, I just don't think it would. I just don't think it would work for him. Really. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, I know. Yeah. Nose, whether you think nose rings are sexy or badass or both, Batista he has the world's attention right now. Uh, I mean, former. This goes all goes back to what SmackDown 1000, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's. And, and Triple, H is going, Triple H is going to address this. Vin Man, do you think Triple H wants any part of this nose ring wearing Batista? Uh, that, I, I could see. I, I think I think he's going to have to. I mean, I he think he's got to get back to him. He beat up a 70-year-old man. I, I think even I could have a shot at beating up a 70-year-old man. Well, you think about it. You know, there's a lot of people in that ring that probably want to get back at Dave Batista right now. Uh, and some yeah, they, of them look, look like they're in tremendous shape, too. You think the dragon just wants to be chopping them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the stinger, I could see him get involved. What, uh, what about Shawn Michaels? Do you well, think you, you know, he's, uh, you know, <laughs> well, you know, if the spotlight's bright enough, I'm sure he'll be there. Um, it, I just want to know where Randy Orton was in all this. Yeah, he was, he was getting ready to go, you know, figure out how to fuck with AJ Styles again. Randy Orton, I, I almost think he forgets he was in Evolution. I don't even know. Or, or I'll tell you one thing. He doesn't give a fuck that he was in Evolution. Randy Orton's on a new things. Batista, he cares. Batista wants to be remembered as the man from Evolution. And he was. He was the best part about it. He was the most successful member of Evolution. Triple H tried to manipulate all those guys. Batista rose above all that. He beat Triple H at a great WrestleMania in a great main event. And he's never got his just due. You know, Ric Flair's always hugging and crying with Triple H. But what about Batista, Rick? He, Batista is responsible for Ric Flair being able to wrestle another 10 years when he probably should have retired. Ric Flair would have never gone to TNA. He would have never been able to face Shawn Michaels at a WrestleMania if it weren't for Batista. Batista gets shat on completely by by corporate, by the history books. When he has the rightful place as one of, if not the greatest professional wrestler of all time, and he just came back on Monday Night Raw to to c- cement his legacy and let everybody remember that he, he is the animal. He's the predator. And he's coming after Triple H. I hope it happens at WrestleMania. It would be a perfect setting, Triple J. Well, you would think as long as Triple H accepts that that's where it's going to happen. I, you know, some people, they forgot about the animal, Batista. They're thinking about, uh, you know, uh, Dave the Actor. Instead of Dave, instead of Dave the animal, you know the the, the wise cracking uh, superhero in, in all those movies. But you forget about the nose wearing, tattooed former world champion badass, and he sent a message to Triple H. Uh, I, I think maybe Vinman. Who was I talking to off air about this? That you know this. What if Shawn Michaels says, you know. Uh, what if he just says, you know, you know, Hunter, uh, I think you better set this one out. I'll, I'll take your place. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. I'll make the ultimate sacrifice and headline make WrestleMania for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we were discussing that. And I think that's, it's a legitimate possibility. <laughs> I don't you know, think so. You know, Sean's going to be telling him, you know, you know, last time you were in the, in the ring, you really hurt yourself. You had surgery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. think about it. it it'll be kind of like a McFoley moment talking about <laughs> hell in the cell. Like, look at what this has done to you, this business. Triple H is <laughs> never Triple H is never Never been able to beat Batista. He never will be. So it would be smart of him to just pass it off to Shawn Michaels. Uh, don't forget also Triple H. He's never beaten Batista, but he fucking screwed Batista over at WrestleMania 30 because we all know that match should have been Batista and Randy Orton and yeah. Batista would have yeah. beaten Randy Orton, but Triple H lost to Daniel Bryan in the first match. So Daniel Bryan got into it and then Batista had to deal with uh, the goat. So you know, Triple H has been this thorn in Batista's side forever, and it's just it's it's got to come to a goddamn end. And I'm finally I'm so happy Dave finally stood up for himself. You know, at I'm, the expense of a 70 year old Ric Flair. 
I never thought about that, but that that's that's really what this is all about here. You know, Batista and Randy Orton were going to headline WrestleMania in a, in a tremendous one on one contest. Biggest WrestleMania main event of all time. And then Triple H just caved uh, to a bunch of pencil neck geeks and, and gave uh, Daniel Bryan a a, a mat uh, an opportunity in a triple threat match. It just wasn't fair. It robbed the fans, not just Batista, but it robbed the fans of a, of an uh, a five star main event. It's true. It's that is all true, and a lot of people forget about that. But now, you know, should Batista have gone after Ric Flair in order to get Triple H's attention? I I would have preferred him not attack a seventy year old guy who was on his deathbed just a couple years ago. But sometimes, in order oh, to work. get in order to get the attention of someone as high up, someone as in a bubble like Triple H, you gotta you get result to extreme measures and. Big Dave did it, and I'm, I'm happy for it. And I can't wait to be there at MetLife Stadium, hopefully seeing Batista come out doing some machine gun muscles with with a nose ring in my nostril. And I'm going to probably be wearing some really badass shades during WrestleMania the entire time, Triple J. Yeah, I mean, Long Island, isn't there an old an old adage about, you know, you got to break a few eggs if you want to make French toast or, or something like yeah. that? Uh, Vin Man, do you think Fifi is going to uh, make a case to Triple H to do Avenge uh, Ric Rick Flair at WrestleMania this year, maybe? To just ask her? Uh, ask him to go to go step in the ring and yes, do it? yes, to, yes, to step up and defend the honor. Oh, I'm sure uh, she's uh, already uh, talked. Uh, Richard to him Morgan Flair. Uh, I'm sure she. I'm sure they've maybe, already discussed it. Maybe Charlotte will uh, will get involved somehow. That was her dad, although she didn't acknowledge any of it really this week. Uh, did, I, I don't even remember. Yeah, Ric Flair said, "Be careful, Big Dave, whose party you crash." That wasn't Charlotte on Twitter. Charlotte's geared in. On her opponents at WrestleMania, she's not even mentioning her own father getting assaulted by a vicious animal. Uh, but that's what that's what WrestleMania is all about. Everybody's on their own road and has their own goals. And I've never felt more on the road to WrestleMania than I did on Monday Night Raw and then SmackDown the next night. Vidman, what a week! Yeah, it is something to be said. We are. I feel like we're on a fast lane right now. I re- I really do. We got a pit stop coming uh, next uh, next Sunday, and then uh, you know each and every Monday night after that it is just going to be getting bigger and better. Now on SmackDown, Triple J, we had some very, very you, you know how I feel about this, even without me saying anything. Very interesting uh, things happen. And last week we talked about a potential new gimmick. And I don't know if that's gone by the wayside, but I might have been more shocked by what happened on SmackDown Live than I was after that great Monday Night Raw. But we'll get into all, all that, plus some more news of the week. If you're ready for some headlines, jumping Jacob J. Yes, of course. This week, Brady X on Brainbuster Radio headlines. The WWE Championship match at Fastline gets changed. Twitter gets R-rated with some WWE superstars, and a legend gets kicked off of Twitter. This week, Brainbuster Radio headlines are brought to you by. Ah, oh, man, I, I wish I would have had this Marburger Big Brothers. Marburger Big Brothers. If you're, if you're a young child listening to this wrestling podcast and you don't have a father or a big brother, don't worry. There is a positive male role model out there for you with Marburger Big Brothers. They'll take you to the movies. They'll take you to the ballpark. They'll take you to get a nose ring. Marburger Big Brothers. Call right now at 412-859-BIG-BROTHER. 
All right, Triple J, I know you're a big fan of that program. I am too. Uh, you know, Kevin Owens might have been a part of that program once upon a time. Yeah, he may have. I mean, he's going to be part of another big program for <laughs> for God knows what reason. Okay, you're a Kevin Owens fan, though, correct? I mean, you gen- in general, you have a positive. Yeah, in, in general, I've, I've never cosplayed him as him. <laughs> you got, yeah, you'd have to, it, it would take a few, your metabolism's way too good for that, for, for you to be able to do that. <laughs> uh, but Kevin Owens, Vin Man, you know, we, we similar to the way we, we need Charlotte Flair, apparently we need Kevin Owens because Vince McMahon, just as how he shuffled Becky Lynch out of the main event of WrestleMania and replaced her with Charlotte Flair, he shuffled Kofi Kingston out of the main event of Fastlane and replaced him with great dad and professional wrestler Kevin Owens. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe it, the guy who headbutted Vince McMahon is the guy Vince McMahon picked. I can't believe a guy who was seemingly going to be coming back as a really good guy and, and going to be a great dad and have this new dad gimmick, greatest dad in the world gimmick. But now he's he's taking Kofi's spot. I'm, I'm kind of offended. I'm upset because I was really excited. Last week's show was all about Kofi Kingston. I'm I'm just as baffled as as you are, Long Allen. I you know the whole uh, you know every all the members of the New Day, all their fans, the whole country of Jamaica, everybody's behind Kofi Kingston, and then all of a sudden we got this you know guy who who you know some would say doesn't even deserve to be in the WWE uh, in Kevin Owens, and, and now he's in the title shot going against Daniel Bryan. I, I just don't understand it. I, I, I really don't. You know, as as great as Monday Night Raw was, a SmackDown was just just a disgrace. Because Do you think that possibly Vince McMahon, he was still drunk from last night's uh, birthday celebration with, with the Nature Boy and all the guests that he, you know, he just wasn't of, of the of the correct, you know, he was just wasn't level-minded. He just, or, or is this really a, another case, Vin Man, of what we're talking about where it pays to just hang around Gorilla, I, just I, to be available if I, needed? I kind of, I guess, I don't Because I, mean, I, I don't like it either. And, and this kind of shows that, you know, Pritchard is obviously not working on SmackDown. <laughs> he, he is only working on Raw right now. <laughs> I, I just don't get... I mean, I understand why Vince McMahon would replace Kofi Kingston for obvious reasons, as Wired would say, Triple J. That makes sense to me, that he would get replaced. But the fact that it's Kevin Owens, when it could have been, I don't know, Rob Terry or or Scott Steiner or someone just more that... that it's, it's just unexpected. I, I did not expect Vince McMahon to pick a guy like Kevin Owens. Yeah, I, I don't either. I mean, you get a couple new tattoos, you start hanging out more at the bowling alley and the movie theater, and maybe that's all it takes to be to be a sports entertainer nowadays. I don't know. I mean, I would have understood if he had said the bowling alley in the movie theater, he was hanging out at, you know, the gym or at, at on the set of WBF Body Stars, but he's Kevin Owens. He's a dad. He's just like every other man out there. Vince Man hates that, I thought. Why would he choose Kevin Owens? What possible reason, Vin Man? What's the conspiracy theory? Does Kevin I, I, Owens know have some dirt on Vince McMahon? Does Vince McMahon owe Kevin Owens money? Does he? Does Kevin Owens bully Vince McMahon backstage like he did in the ring I, at one time? I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards what Triple J said, in that you know Kevin Owens just happened to be by Gorilla. I think Vince McMahon was sitting back there and he said. Just, Damn it! I don't want Kofi Kingston in this match, but I got to put in somebody else into this match. Kevin Owens, you know he in was, the flats. Yeah, get out <laughs> there. He may have been sweeping up. He may have been, you know, getting coffee for somebody. I don't know. And he just grabbed him and said, "Damn it! You're getting out there and you're going to be in a match. Have you ever wrestled before? It doesn't look like it, but, <laughs> but get he, out there." He had a week <laughs> to find someone. He couldn't call Mason Ryan. I think or... he just could. He changed his mind at the last second. I mean, well, you can't call Mason Ryan because he just had Batista on Raw. You don't want to get people confused. <laughs> that would be a little confusing to have Batista return the same day after. Yeah, maybe, day if, after maybe this, you know, maybe we're not thinking long term. Maybe this is just a program for Kofi and Kevin Owens to butt heads at WrestleMania. 
Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it's confusing, a little depressing, but uh, it, it appears like it's going to be Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan at a uh, fast lane vroom vroom. Do you honestly think the match is going to go through as just those two? They could change it next. They could take Kevin Owens out next week and put in Jamie Noble versus Daniel Bryan for all we know. Uh, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, would you be more surprised than this week if that happened? Would you, can you really change over your license from an agent license to a wrestling license that quickly? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the Maybe there's details. an expedited, expedited fee. There could be. You got to pay a little extra. I don't know if they're going to change the match. I. It feels like it is going to be Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. And what's that crowd going to be like then, Vin Man? If that is the match they give us when everybody was expecting it to be Kofi and Daniel Bryan, and everybody, I mean, on this show, everybody who reacted to the show last week, everybody I talked to out there, the Brainiacs on the street, they were hyped as fuck for Kofi and D. Bryan one on one. Yeah, I, w- I was too. I was excited for Kofi to finally win his first title and then, you know, poof. This is going to be a disaster, Triple J. I mean, we're going to be seeing a, a, a main event and it's going to be booed from bell to bell. You think the 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 crowd may hijack the show? I hope yeah, I would. We, we I, want Kofi. <laughs> I would. I don't, you know, I often am not. I'm for respecting what's going on in the ring all the time, the competitors. But in this case, I'm an advocate. Long Allen Ice T urging everybody who goes the fast lane, vroom, vroom, to cheer for Kofi, scream for the New Day, throw pancakes, beach balls, uh, trumpets, go crazy, and let let your voice be heard. Because Vince McMahon may think we need Kevin Owens, but you know some of us have dads some people who don't have dads that's fine we don't need kevin owens to be everyone's dad there's there's programs out there for for that there's stepdads kevin owens can only be his kid's dad so we don't need kevin owens mr mcmahon we want Long Island, i i understand what you're saying but uh, i'm also a man of principle and you know we don't have to like it but we have to live with it cleveland is why it's short it's a short drive for me right now I may, I mean, Vin Man, if you want to tag along, I may just go, you know, to see if they need extra security or, you know. Listen, if I see something, I'm going to say something there. Well, if, you, if you're going to do that, then I'm going to tell you, and I'm bringing beach balls and pancakes. I, I'm, well, we're going to go to all the local dollar stores in there and buy up all the beach balls <laughs> and just lock them in the trunk so nobody can take them in. <laughs> this is going to be... This is going to be one of the most memorable moments of 2019, I think. You're, you might be talking about either the night, if Kofi somehow gets back in there, the night Kofi won it, or you're going to be talking about the night the WWE Universe spewed venom at Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens while they try to put on a match. Am I wrong? Don't, isn't that what we're set up for, Vin Man? I, I I'm actually not quite sure because you know these two guys in the ring are there are the all those nerds out there they're so called heroes because they can relate to these people because they're either fat or small and <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see I I I don't know you know if this was uh, that'd be a good chant fat and small fat and small if this was you know Brock versus the big dog I'm sure everybody big would be dog. you know booing the hell out of it but. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Man, this is, this is baffling. I don't understand what's going on with that. Hopefully that gets changed. Brainiacs on SmackDown live. Uh, the other news of the week was, uh, earmuffs for all of our young, uh, Brainiacs out there. Cause we're about to read some naughty tweets Actor doctor, actually Dr. Calzone triple M, excuse me, uh, triple J. He told me, um, he doesn't know if he's going to watch the main event of WrestleMania now because he's so disappointed in, in what terrible people Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey are uh, with their the language they use on Twitter. Yeah, I have not seen all of these, so I, I am looking forward to you guys reading some of them and uh, you know getting a little more backstory on this. Let's let's read some tweets now. I'm not going to attempt to do a Moose the Mark style Finn Balor Becky Lynch voice, but I will read Becky Lynch's tweets starting here. Becky posted a, her mugshot after she was arrested. 
Which you can buy on a t-shirt, I believe, now. You can. The arrest came on uh, Raw, I believe, or was that SmackDown Live? That was Raw. Raw. She said, Ronda, you go back and get that belt. Oh, yeah, I I forgot. Yeah, Ronda uh, dropped the belt on the floor and walked out of WWE. She she gave up. She quit. (laughs) Forgot to mention. I don't. don't. (laughs) Unless they put Becky back in the match, she said, because she's so irate. She said, Ronda, you go back and get that belt because I didn't come this far to collect it from Stephanie. She spelled Stephanie's name wrong. I came all this way to take it from you. Rhonda responded. That's what I'm trying to do, dumbass. Going red foreman on Becky Lynch. You hobbling around trying to be a ginger crutch ninja and taking five prison photos in the hallway isn't helping. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I believe uh, Ronnie said that on air or something about ginger crutch. I I, I didn't she understand. Said ginger what she, douche is what I thought she said. Oh, okay. I was going to say I didn't understand what she said, but it didn't sound very PG to me. Yeah, not at all. And also problematic, making fun of people with uh, red red features. Uh, then Becky Lynch responded saying, "Keep that f word out your mouth and concentrate on getting better at this business instead of trying to remain above it." Looking forward to see you real soon, seeing you real soon. And that was accompanied with a picture of Ronda Rousey's face superimposed on Tommy Wiseau's face from the infamous terrible movie, The Room. Oh, hi, Mark. And uh, the, the caption, what is line? So uh, kind of just alluding to the fact that Ronda often forgets her lines in the ring, I guess. Did Charlotte is. have anything to say about any of this? She does. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, Rhonda responded, F-word? You mean fake? Fake like your nonsensical BS armbar in quotation marks? That doesn't even work. And just looks like you're holding the dick you wish you had. (laughs) I mean, if you look at the picture, she is right on that. (laughs) It does look like a dick, but it's not nonsensical. That would hurt a lot. I I would think that would hurt. Becky responded, huh? It does look exactly like one now that you mentioned it. And Becky superimposed Ronda Rousey's husband, Travis Brown's face on the fist of Ronda Rousey's arm in Becky Lynch's arm bar. And then, yeah, that's that's a rough one. Yeah, I, I don't know why she's got to bring Travis Brown into that. I've never met the guy. He, you know, I, he doesn't look like a dick to me, but I, I've never met him, you know. Bet, bet, and then R- Rhonda responds to Becky. She says, Rebecca Quinn, I don't care what the script says. I'm beating the living shit out of you the next time I see you. It's very. They're not, they're not even booked against each other. Could you, I just wish going into WrestleMania 5 we had Twitter and we would have heard, Randy Poffo, just know I don't care what it says for, on the script. I'm beating the piss out of you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Becky responded Ron Ron you still mad bro just checking because you went full Russo earlier wanted to make sure you made it back okay do you think uh, Ron knows that who Russo is definitely not unless, uh, uh, I don't know about that uh, I don't th- I don't think so because Rhonda would have been saying, listen up, brand neck or bro <laughs> next. So Rhonda's bro. response to that was lawyer up, bitch. You're about bro. to have plenty to sue me for hashtag. I can afford it. Hashtag worth it. And then Becky responded. You're doing amazing, sweetie, with the following video. Action. Why don't we go one more time and uh, let's just get a different reaction to the story, okay? Uh, let's uh, let's roll with tail slate. Rolling. Okay. You know, if you can't dream big, ridiculous dreams, what's the use of dreaming at all? We're doing great, man. We'll get there. B112, take 13, market, action. Action! Last year, I stepped into this ring for the first ever all-women's Royal Rumble. The partisan crowd wants and Becky and nothing big. else. 
I dreamed ridiculously big, and a year later, I stand before you as your raw women's champion. But they want Becky, and that's all they want to hear. All right, cut, check it. Great, I think we got it. What line? A lot going on in that clip. Um, a lot. Of, I, I, a lot of uh, poking fun at Ronda Rousey for she's not an actress, Becky Lynch. She's a fighter. So, um, yeah, that back and forth was intense, funny. Uh, the buildup hopefully is to an actual match, but with Becky Lynch being arrested, Ronda Rousey saying. Things that get normal WWE superstars fired, Vin Man, uh, throwing the title belt down. All the while, Charlotte is out there waiting to be crowned the champion. What the hell's going on? Uh, uh, well, I, you know, these two, some, some, I mean, uh, I, these two, yeah, there, there's obviously some personal issues, but, you know, Charlotte, she's the one with the title shot, and, and this doesn't look good. For Ronda Rousey, if she is focused on on Becky Lynch and not focused on Charlotte Flair, this is very interesting. I like the triple threat aspect. You know, the the beef between Ronda and Becky is intense, but then you also got the Queen there, who's the biggest star of them all. Triple J, which is what we need. It, it's she's what we need. If it what this would be such an ugly, ugly feud if it weren't for her. She's saving it. It's very much going off the rails if it weren't for Charlotte. What a call, I think. that In that regard, Vince McMahon did a great job by inserting Charlotte in. Yeah, I mean, Charlotte can sit back and do nothing. It's it's just Becky and Ronda, you know, they're not booked to, to face each other. So I, I guess they can say whatever they want to. Um, I mean, there, there's no... Oscar's booked for, uh, for, for Fastlane, but uh, Ronnie is not, so... Uh, I, I guess she's still going to have that title then, but maybe she'll challenge someone the Raw after Fastlane. That's kind of been her, you know, her MO. Uh, I, I don't know. A, a lot going on. Let, let's let's move on because well, I... Well, hold on. Know. I got to get you... I got to give you Charlotte's uh, tweet she responded to. Oh, yeah, to. yeah. She had something to say. And also, don't forget, Charlotte said this coming SmackDown Live, she's going to be, you know, crowned the, the Raw Women's Champion. Or on Raw, excuse me, this week. She's she's going to be crowned the Raw Women's Champion because well, Ronda Rousey no one wants it. relinquished the belt. She's the rightful champ. I mean, that's what I expect to happen on Raw, right? Right, Vin Man? I, uh, well, I don't know if she re- officially relinquished the title, but... We'll, she threw it on the ground at Stephanie McMahon's feet. This, uh, Vin Man, you wonder why uh, Ruby Riot or Sarah Logan or Liv Morgan didn't just run out there and snatch that title. That, that's something in, the, in their playbook. They were I they were busy they in the they were busy in the back messing with shopping carts. Triple J, you know that. If they didn't already have a match that night, I think they would have done that. Charlotte responded to all that mess on Twitter, saying, "I'll work on my Twitter game after Mania. For now, Lucha Libre training in Mexico City with my top secret trainer." Hashtag Vola Queen, and there's a picture of Charlotte wearing a luchador mask. A selfie. Very, our queen is so fun. I love, I love the access we get to see the queen of England. She's not tweeting selfies, and I feel like I know her. Uh, and it's great to know the queen, isn't it, Triple J? I mean, Doctor Calson, uh, Char- Charlotte. You mean the queen? Yeah, the queen. It's great to yeah, know the queen. Yeah. It's great. It's just feel makes me feel like I'm a part. I'm a part of this kingdom, and I'm not being ruled over. She's just such a great queen. I can't wait for her moment at WrestleMania. Uh, our next big piece of news this week uh, is kind of uh, upsetting. We talked; I talked about last week, Vin Man, Sabu's making a return to the ring at uh, Impact Wrestling show the Thursday before Mania in Rahway, New Jersey, teaming up with RVD to take on the Lucha Bros. Uh, exciting, right? I mean, that's... Uh, this, is a, this is a hell of a matchup here. And- yeah. You know, outside of something that's WWE, this is probably the match I'm most looking forward to. Now, Vin Man, can you name both Lucha Bros? What's that? Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. Is that okay. are those the people? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. So that's exciting, but this is not because Sabu, uh, who uh, Ronda Rousey would probably refer to as Terry Brunk on Twitter, uh, 
had his Twitter account suspended because he was using hateful language and and, and Twitter called it hateful conduct. A complaint was filed against Sabu and the social media platform Twitter took action, removed his account and from public viewing because of hate speech. Uh, do, do you, I can't believe a homicidal, suicidal, death-defying <laughs> maniac would speak that way, Triple J. Uh, how did he even get on Twitter to, to begin with? <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Yeah, is, I, people are going to say this, this is Sabu, but you know Bill Alfonso was sending all those tweets. <laughs> Well, I, I will say this, uh, you know, he, he he's done very few interviews outside of uh, you know, professional wrestling and, you know, in the ring, you know, a top 10 performer, no doubt about it. But outside the ring, he do not give a fuck. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's a shame sometimes, but it could have been Bill Alfonso, I suppose. He's a, we know Sabu's an awful person, I, although it would be hilarious to see, you know, if he ever returned to Raw and then they said, just like they did Roman Reigns this week, coming up Tuesday morning, catch Good Morning America, where Robin Wright sits down with Sabu. That's well, I, I mean, let's, let's, maybe, maybe the riot squad got a hold of his phone. <laughs> no, that they, <laughs> I mean, let's see how, how if people are really offended because if they are, then he should be pulled from this match. That's so true, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's let's see how offended people truly are. I saw some of the tweets, definitely and not. I, and cool. I, I have I have no idea what what was said. Oh, he's definitely so. not cool. The the shit that Sabu was spewing. Uh, I don't think we should re- repeat it. Definitely not going to. Let's go to the last bit of news this week that uh, has actually been out for longer than a week, but we finally have time to get to it. And also, the matches are coming up in just five days from this live on tape, Brainbuster Radio. The New Japan Cup 2019 brackets are set, Triple J. And we have some first-round matches that, goddammit, could have been the final of this tournament. Yeah, and these are single eliminations. I had to ask you about that because there's going to be some some you know big names going out in the very first round. This and Ibushi and Naito, Vin Man, is a first-round match. People are talking about they can't believe it. This could have been the final. Yeah, how about it? Yeah, this is uh this is, you know, the magnitude of a Grand Prix or uh or a uh, a G1. That's that's what people are talking about with this tournament. And then the one on the other side of the bracket that Triple J said he couldn't believe was a first round match. Michael Elgin versus Okada Triple J. Unbelievable. Unbreakable in the rainmaker. I mean, Vin Man to relate this to another sport. This is like if, you know, Jimmy Johnson and, and Denny Hamlin, you know, they were racing each other for a qualifying lap. You know, yeah, yeah, they're, they're not even they're not even going to make the you know the final forty three. Yeah, that that's exactly right. Yeah, this is oh my goodness, I'm excited for this this matchup. I you know a huge fan of Okada and and that Michael Elgram just one tough son bitch. You want to talk about tough sons of bitches? You got Yuji Nagata and Tomohiro oh. Ishii beating the fuck out of each other in the first round. It's going to be fun to see the Stone Pitbull go at it there with some blue justice. But the match I'm excited for, a contrast in size and styles, Bad Luck Fale against the never open weight champion, Will Ospreay, Triple oh J. Oh my God. That, that is a match. I... Do you think Will Ospreay could do that off with his head move to bad luck Fale? He'd have to get him down to one knee. I don't know if he could do it. I mean, he could try it, but Ospreay, he might break his arm trying to hit that big Kiwi head. Uh, (laughs) I mean, if if you're Ospreay, I think the only thing you can really do is you get Fale outside the ring and you just keep running away from him for a 19 count and then you slot in for for a quick count out victory you know kind of like an old no yeah. mercy trick you got yeah you got to use the speed will because honestly a lot of people on twitter talking and, and if he goes for that off with his head maneuver on bad luck folly i don't even know if he'd knock the cigarette out of bad luck folly's mouth I or the sun, or the sunglasses off his face <laughs> yeah uh this this tournament's going to be great colt cabana's in the tournament as well yeah. He he'll be. Uh, he, I believe his first round matchup is against uh, Makabe. Am I am, if I'm mistaken? No. Yep. He is going to be taking on Makabe. So that'll be fun. You got a hardcore guy against the Boom Boom Colt Cabana. Uh, 
you know, which could set up the bracket sets up. If both of them, I think both of them winning in the first round would be an upset. But if Cabana could get by Makabe and Yano could get by Davy Boy Smith Jr., Triple J, we could get Toro Yano versus Colt Cabana in this in this tournament, which I think would be an all time classic. Oh, it would be. I mean, we we've seen it before, but uh, you know, definitely love to see it again. But you know, don't don't put money on that one. It's a tough one. So we've gone over some of the brackets, not every single match in the first round, but if you're eyeballing it and Brainiacs, we encourage you, we'll tweet it out uh, so you can see it. You've probably already seen it on, on the internet. if you're a New Japan fan by now, tough one to call. And of course, the winner of this tournament gets to face the knife pervert. And I'm not even going to call him the champion. He's just the knife pervert. Well, he, he is the champion. I refuse to acknowledge so, it. Uh, the knife pervert will face the winner of the New Japan Cup. At the, in the biggest New Japan res, pro wrestling match ever in the United States at Madison Square Garden uh, in in April. So who wins this and who goes to face on face the, the the knife pervert to try to bring some respectability back to that IWGP title? Triple J. Well, I mentioned earlier in the week uh, about this. I think whoever wins that Elgin Okada match is going to take the whole thing. You know, as as long as there were not too many severe injuries in that match you know whoever wins that one is going to win it all yeah i believe we've already had some replacements in this in this tournament if i'm not mistaken um i don't know if it's if it was was it uh trent maybe who was replaced by someone i'm not sure but yeah you're right those that's a good pick i like okada and his chances if he gets through that first match but oh man this is tough to go through ah I don't know. I'm going to pick – what the hell? I'm picking the leader of of uh, lifeblood, Juice Robinson. The juice? I'm going with the juice. He's charismatic. I'm picking juice to get loose and win this thing, and we're going to get two young, young guns, young studs for the title at Madison Square Garden. How about you, Vin, man? Who you got winning the New Japan Cup? Uh, and this may surprise uh, some people, but I'm picking Davey Boy Smith Jr. If he can s- survive uh, Yano in the first round, uh, that's always a sneaky one. But uh, if he can get by him, I, th- I think he's got the path. I think he could do it. Would you say Yano's the sneakiest wrestler since Mr. Fuji? Ah. Uh... Uh, I don't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you got a lot of guys out there, repo man, um, Rocky Romero. Yeah. You got, you got a lot of, a lot of guy out there that that were, that could easily steal a first round matchup. It's just difficult to train going against Yano because you don't even need to hit the gym more. You know, it's not about strength. It's about, it's about how he's going to try to cheat. Oh, you got to be on the top of your game. There's no doubt about things past the referee. It, It might be best to just watch a whole bunch of three stooges. (laughs) that's how you really prepare for an opponent like that yeah you know shivani i I heard he was watching a lot of shemp getting ready to prep for this match tonight uh you know we we didn't mention goto and sonata is a first round match is going to be great i'm going to switch my pick though to the winner of ibushi and naito actually i love juice but i'm going to say the winner of ibushi not a bad pick a winner of Ibushi Naito is who I'm I'm circling, and I'm going to say it's going to be uh, Naito, and I, I think we're it's going to be in it's going to be ungovernable at, at MSG, and hopefully he beats that goddamn knife perfect. Well, Lij versus Bullet Club that would be a good one. Too. I like the Davy Boy Smith Jr. pick Vin Man only if Teddy Hart shows up wearing something really flashy and helps interfere. That could happen, or if he comes in, if he accompanies him holding one of his cats. Side note, Brainiacs, please watch Major League Wrestling Fusion, where the Hart Foundation is killing it. Teddy Hart comes to the ring with one of the Hart family cats. And, I mean, Triple J, Teddy Hart's gear. He's got the best best gear in wrestling. Is it one of Stu's cats? I don't know if it's Just an old, old cat. (laughs) I don't know about that. But I'm I'm just a big fan of Teddy Hart's pajamas-style gear. Very flashy pajamas. I want some for Christmas morning. All right, Brainiacs, those are the uh, headlines for this week, unless I missed anything, Triple J. I'm sure we missed something, but we'll get it next week. Yeah, there's always next week, Brainiacs, and there's always social media at the Brainbusters on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Junior, and on Facebook. Without further ado, it's time to spill some blood. Falls count anywhere. 
You know, I'm finally happy to announce that WWE, they did the right thing. And no, not by replacing Kofi Kingston with Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship, but they finally upheld some good old-fashioned law and order. Because be Becky Lynch has been suspended for weeks now. She's been barred from the building and somehow she stuck her nose in places where it didn't belong. Well, no more. Not in the great city of Atlanta. Because she was arrested, thrown in the back of the car, and hauled away to get her picture taken. We talked about this. What does a suspension mean? Because clearly, it doesn't mean that you're barred from the arena. It must mean that you're allowed to be able to come in as you go without security even stepping in front of you or laying a finger on you. So they did the right thing. And no, it probably wasn't the popular thing based on what those Atlanta, Georgia fans were saying. And it's probably not going to be the popular thing next week, but it is the right thing. Let me tell you something, Brainiacs. This past Monday, from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, all I was doing was chanting, Welcome back. And then it just so happened that the big dog announced that he was in remission, y'all. Big dog. But... I wasn't chanting welcome back for the big dog. That was just a bonus. I was chanting welcome back for Bruce Pritchard the entire day. And we got treated with a beautiful piece of wrestling television called Monday Night Raw. I cannot be happier. The WWE has never been more healthy. And I'm going to end this saying, fuck Dave Meltzer. Oh, my brother. Brady X, if you're into bodies, let me just tell you something about the WWE today. It is full of bodies and it will tell you how they get to look so great. So watch Monday Night Raw because you're going to see guys ripped like EC3. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. The WWE, it once again is the land of great bodies. No more short and fat and small. You've got lean, muscular superstars like Cedric Alexander and Cesaro. You've got all kinds of great bodies in the WWE today. Jinder Mahal, specimens, and it's all on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live. So, Brainiacs, have no fear. If you're into bodies and what makes them look so great, food and fun, fashion and passion, watch the WWE because the bodies are back. What do you think of Alistair Black's body, Vidman? I'm okay with it. I just feel like he needs to be wearing long pants. I really think his attire is letting him down. The less skin this guy shows, the better. As far he as did used to wear uh, long, long trunks for a, for a brief period on NXT house shows, I believe. So uh, you may want to Google that and you know see if you like the results. Well, you can't unsee something, Triple J. Yeah, but the good yeah. thing is, in the WWE Universe, you're allowed to have a short-term memory, Brainiacs. We, no didn't even talk about, we didn't even have time to talk about what similarities that, uh, you know, a Dutchman like <laughs> Alistair Black and a Paducah Kentuckian like Ricochet have in common that they're tagged. And why would somebody from Kentucky be named Ricochet? It makes <laughs> no sense. <laughs> People in Kentucky don't even know what the meaning of the word ricochet is, or let alone how to pronounce it. Or, hey, or remission. What's re yeah, what's remission, y'all? <laughs> Brady X. What if, what if what if Roman Reigns made that announcement in Dallas? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, bro, the big dog, I think it, it was universal. When, when your universal champion shows that kind of emotion, we all knew what was up. We, our, our hero is back, and it's the best feeling. And what a week it was. We're on the road to WrestleMania, Triple J. Who knows what's next? No one knows what's next. Again, Kevin Owens may be out of the world title picture come this Tuesday. We don't know. Don't worry. I have a feeling 
we're gonna get we're gonna get that situation cleared up, Brainiacs. And next week we'll have a full preview of Fastlane. We'll react to what happens on SmackDown Live and and with Kevin Owens with Charlotte Flair. Does she get Ronda Rousey's belt? Does Ronda Rousey say something on Twitter that gets her banned like Sabu did? We'll have to wait and see and talk about it on next week's Brain Buster Radio. But that was a fun edition of, of BBR, Vin Man. All the originals. Old school. Four. Jumpin' Jacob G- J. Mil Calzones on the Unos and Doses. Vin Man. Moose the Mark on the Internet Gimmicks. And the man called Wired the Salt of Social Media. Those, those new call ups. And Long Allen Ice Tea. <laughs> Long, long why, why is Moose Mark and a man called Wired teaming together? <laughs> Say it, I gotta get the hell out of here and watch <laughs> the big dog and get a nose ring.